Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. First of all, Happy New Year's. This is the first podcast episode of 2023. So today I'm excited to talk about how to help you thrive on a plant-based lifestyle in 2023. So I actually created a little game plan, step-by-step strategy for you to use to thrive on plants this year. So be sure to listen carefully. If you want to, you can take some notes, but a lot of things that I'm going to be sharing here, I've shared in multiple different podcasts, and this is going to be the core foundation of how to, uh, how for you to thrive on plants this year, right? So the first one is keep it simple change one meal at a time if needed. So if you're someone that's listening to this that is currently already vegan, already 100% plant-based, then you don't have to, you know, you can skip this step. But if you're someone that's kind of vegetarian, looking to transition more to like 100% whole food plant-based, or you're looking to fully transition from eating meat to going plant-based, then this step is for you. Start your transition one meal at a time, right? Don't, don't get overwhelmed by the mountain you have to conquer of not knowing what recipe to use, what ingredients to use in certain dishes. Like take it one meal at a time. And my usual recommendation for those of you that want to, tra- to transition is um, start by just substituting your breakfast for the first week with a plant-based breakfast. So instead of having eggs and potatoes and some vegetables with, with your eggs, you can make yourself a same thing, but a, with tofu instead of eggs, right? You can make overnight oats. You can make oatmeal with protein powder and berries and peanut butter and hemp seeds and chia seeds. There's a lot of um, recipes that you can try. A lot of them are my Instagram. I give a lot of them away in our private Facebook group, which everything is linked down below in the show notes, but start with transitioning your breakfast for the first week. The second week, start by transitioning um, next your snack, your morning snack, and then your lunch the third week, and then your post-workout smoothie the fourth week, and then the fifth week, start by substituting your dinner. And depending on how many meals you eat per day, within a matter of three to six weeks, you've transitioned every single meal to a plant-based meal. And why that's useful is because it'll give time for your gut to adjust to the increase in fiber intake versus just going um, cold tofurkey, as I like to say it from the start. That's tip number one. Keep it simple, right? Don't get overwhelmed because what I see when people want to transition and they want to start eating 100% on a plant-based lifestyle is they just go like, I don't know what to eat. And then so they go for the fake um, vegan products, the processed vegan products that are on the shelf. And they use that as a substitution to be like, I'm currently 100% vegan and plant-based when in reality, they're like not feeling themselves properly. And then they don't get a good experience of how they can actually feel, right? So step one is just Keep it simple. Don't overcomplexify the process. Step two is have some variety in what you're eating. Have some variety in the grains that you're using, in the beans and legumes, in the vegetables and the fruits that you're eating, in the protein sources that you're eating on a weekly basis. It doesn't have to be different every single day um, because then it gets overwhelming, right? Like I mentioned, keep it simple. It gets overwhelming to trying to like change all your protein per day. It's like, I have some tofu and lentils and then tomorrow I'm going to have like beans and tempeh 
And it's okay if you have like tofu three days in a row, right? Because you batch prep some of them and then it makes it easy for you to plan your lunch. That's totally fine. You want to have some diversity per week. Some um, doctors that have great resources when it comes to diversity are Dr. Michael Greger through nutritionfacts.orgs and Dr. B who wrote Fiber Fueled, right? So just Google their websites or on their Instagram, you'll be able to find a ton of resources as to why eating a variety of plant-based um, options would be beneficial for your gut health and for you to thrive on a plant-based lifestyle, but also like literally give you like some guidelines and some rules for you to be able to accomplish that. A big part is when you go to a grocery store, if there's a vegetable that looks weird, buy it, right? And learn how to prepare it. Now we can start including some diversity in there. The point number three for you to thrive on a plant-based lifestyle in 2023 is cut on processed sugar for 14 days. Give your body um, a little reset as you're going through this transition, as you're starting the new year, right? It's not a forever thing. Um, there, there's nothing wrong. I say there's nothing wrong with processed sugar. There's a lot of things wrong with processed sugar. But realistically, in a society that we live, you won't be able to stay away from it for the rest of your life. At what point, it will be in one of the things that you're going to be eating. So I don't want to demonize it to that extent. But Take a break for 14 days of processed sugar just to give your body a nice little reset to allow you to thrive and put your gut health in a healthy place and then pay attention to your gut health as you're eating whole food plant-based. Pay attention to how you're feeling. Are you feeling bloated? Are you feeling gassy? Are you having some indigestion? Is it affecting your sleep? How are you feeling after your meal? Are you feeling lethargic, right? So then start to pay attention to the symptoms and how you're feeling and maybe think of bringing in support through obviously eating a fiber-richer diet, through probiotics, through some glutamine, through aloe. There's different things that you can do to kind of help heal your gut, but just pay attention to how it's feeling. Personally, when I transitioned and I was eating um, like beans and, and lentils and things like that, they would just crush my stomach because to me, I came from a world of eating like 15 chicken breasts per day. So I was basically three chicken breasts every two, three hours per day. And so when I transitioned to eating that amount of fiber, it just crushed my stomach. And so there's a supplement called, I think called Bino or Benito, one of the, I think it's called Bino that I would take when I would eat my meals to kind of help ease the digestion. You can also sprout some of your grains, your, your legumes uh, and, and your beans to help with the digestion. There's a few things that you can do, but the big part that I see for people when they're trying to, to thrive and eat more plant-based, so either that is fully full-on transitioning or that is removing the vegan processed food and sticking more to whole foods, is that increase in fiber tends to cause some gut distortions. So looking at some of those supplements to help ease the process or sprouting or soaking would make a big difference in digestibility, all right? Now, point number four is focus on getting enough protein. I know that it's something that um, the vegan movement has talked about over the past, you know, 10 plus years, especially when I started going vegan, like you don't need to worry about protein. There's protein in every single um, plant that you're going to be eating. So you're going to get enough protein. That is a true for you to be healthy, right? So now for you to be healthy and have a great body and great body composition, meaning not looking fluffy skinny fat or just a body type that you're not proud to show off when you're at the beach protein becomes an important element when it comes to shifting your body composition those amino acids are essential for you to build muscle and lose fat which is going to create that shift in body composition so it becomes essential for you to put a focus on it and i can promise you that if you 
Um, don't put an emphasis on it. Your body is going to look softer. You're not going to have as much strength in the gym. You're not going to recover as much. So you might have some DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, a little bit longer after some of your workouts. So hitting an adequate amount of protein is essential. So we're looking at the 1.2 to 2 gram per kg of body weight. So if you're in Canada like me, grab your weight divided by 2.2. And then times, you know, a number between 1.2 to 2 gram uh, per kg of body weight. I like, I'm 195 pounds, I think. So I eat about like 150 to 160 grams of protein per day, just to put in perspective. Six, 495 pounds, and I eat about, yeah, 150 to 160 grams of protein per day. That protein will be critical when it comes to hitting your protein number. So now I know that this seems like a higher number than you probably heard from Dr. Greger, from all the other doctors. Again, their field of expertise is in keeping you healthy, which you will be with this number. They don't address the body composition shift, right? That's not what they, that's just not their field of expertise, right? To, to be frank. And so if you want to accomplish that shift in body composition, you need to eat this higher amount of protein, which doesn't fall under the bodybuilding rule of eating one to two gram per pound of body weight, which is highly unrealistic and not healthy uh, for your body or for your kidneys for that matter. So. What I hear often is people have a hard time hitting that amount of protein on a plant-based diet. So number one thing is don't shy away from soy unless you have an allergy to soy or you have hypothyroidism or you have PCOS or specific conditions that would lead you to stay away from soy. And so don't touch soy in that scenario. But the majority of the population doesn't deal with some of these issues. And so soy is absolutely fine for you. It's actually cancer preventative in women for breast cancer. It's actually cancer preventative for men and prostate cancer. It helps to balance out your hormones. Like it's actually really good for you. It strengthens your bones also. There's a ton of benefits to eating soy. Making sure it's organic and non-GMO is going to be critical, but it's really good for you. So if you struggle with some of these specific conditions, then we wanna be looking at including a bit more of like beans and lentils and chickpeas and hemp seeds and hemp protein and some protein powders to help support that higher amount because you will be exercising in order to shift your body composition. Protein powder is a great addition to help hit that number a lot easily on a lower calorie number, right? If you think of eating 25 grams of protein through scoops of protein powder versus tofu, then you'd probably be looking at double the amount of calories to hit in tofu versus protein powder. And so not saying rely on protein powder, just it's a great tool to have access to um, in your smoothies to help increase that number very easily every single day. Um, if your goal is not to have great body composition and not build some muscle, then you don't really need to worry about um, it taking in some protein powder. So my go-tos are tofu, tempeh, you, know, you can go for like beans and lentils, you can go for some protein powder. My personal favorite is veg from Nimai, if you probably know him from the Game Changers. So if you go to uh, veg.com, vegsupplements.com, use the code FITVEGAN, it'll give you a discount on the supplement. It's personally what I use and I recommend for our members, which we've helped over 600 transform, was by utilizing a veg protein. Um, again, just one scoop in your smoothie after your workout will make a tremendous this difference in allowing you to hit that protein number. The important part though, when we talk about protein, there's certain foods that are higher in protein, right? You can think of like natto, tofu, tempeh, and all these things. Diversity is also extremely important when it comes to your protein. I was actually sitting down at Cafe Gratitude in LA with uh, Simon Hill, just in-depth conversation about protein. And 
people have a fear of eating too much soy and being negative for the body. He's like, I wouldn't worry too much about eating too much soy. I would worry about like not having enough diversity in terms of the vitamins and nutrients that come with that protein. And so even for your protein sources, you want to make sure that you have some diversity to help optimize that gut health and make sure you're getting all these different vitamins and amino acids that your body needs in order to, again, grow your nails, your hair digestion in order to build muscle for everything that it needs, right? So even diversity for protein is extremely important. So point number five is you want in one way or another, track your calories and have an awareness of how much you're eating. Um, when I went vegan um, nine years ago, it was very easy to under eat as a vegan because there, was a, there wasn't a lot of like vegan processed food options that were higher in calories. So for me, when I transitioned, I was actually under eating because I was eating whole food plant based because that's all that was available to me. And so I was under eating on my calories. And so that, that's when the, the, the stereotype of when you go vegan, you lose weight. That's when it started. But now in 2023, right, there's so many options that are vegan, that are processed, that are really high in calories. Now the common story is that when I transitioned to vegan, I've put on weight. I became, you know, fluffier. I've gained some body fat. I've put on some, some weight that I didn't want to, that I wasn't expecting. That's because a lot of people are including some of these processed foods into their, into their diet. So here's how you get around it. If you're eating whole food plant-based and 100% whole food plant-based, potentially you might be under eating, especially when you first transition. If you're eating a lot of these new foods that have been created that are vegan, you're potentially over your calories, right? Because it's a lot easier to overeat on your calories when you're eating processed food because there's a lot of like fat and carbohydrates in there and it just adds up really quickly. So track your calories either by using MyFitnessPal or Chronometer. If you don't want to track your calories, main thing I invite on a day-to-day -day basis, main thing I invite you to do is go on MyFitnessPal or Chronometer, whichever one you like to prefer, you like to use, and then punch in foods that you like to eat. So plan yourself a breakfast, plan yourself a lunch, plan yourself a post-workout smoothie and a dinner as an example. And then, um, you know, punch in your oats, your berries, and make sure that everything adds up to the amount of calories that you're supposed to be eating. If you're curious how many calories you should be eating, the first guess will be a theoretical guess. So go to tdee.com, which basically stands for total daily energy expenditure. Punch in your height, your level of activity, your uh, age, sex, and it'll pump you out a theoretical number of where you should be to maintain and to lose some weight. Once you have that number, create a sample meal plan for yourself and then eat that for one to two days, you know, for one to five days. And then if your body loses weight, then you know that you're on track. If your body gains weight, then you know that you're eating too many calories, right? So it's going to be an easy way for you to have a ballpark of how much you should be eating. Because I'll be honest, if we have two people that are five foot 11, 150 pounds that are 45 years old, and I give them the same amount of calories and they have the same level of activity, they're both not going to respond the same way. Some might lose weight and the other might maintain their weight or might even gain weight, right? So the theoretical number is just a starting point. And then from there, you adapt depending on how your body is responding. And that's what we take care of for a member in the program. But if you want to do it on your own, track for a few days so you make sure that you're on track or create yourself a sample meal plan. It'll make it a lot easier for you, for you to eat enough calories to fuel the goal that you want to hit, whether that is to do a lean bulking phase, a fat loss, or just maintain your body and get more vitamins and nutrients and feel healthier and have some more energy. 
And then the last point, point number six, is you want to strength train at least three times a week minimum. So strength training, aka resistance training, can be anything. It can be you going to the gym and lifting some weights. It can be you being at home, working out with resistance band, lifting your kid for the workout, like whatever it may be. Your body doesn't know and doesn't care, to be frank, if it's a dumbbell, if it's a kid, if it's a resistance band, or if it's a brick, right? It just knows gravity and weight. So whether you're working out at home in a park or in the gym, you need to include some type of resistance training at least three times a week. Studies show that anything that's less than three times per week is not enough as a stimulus on the muscle for it to continuously grow and get fitter. Um, anything more has shown benefits, but up to like five to six times a week, depending on your nutrition and how much you're willing to put an emphasis on recovery. Three is a great place to start, especially if you're just getting started. Don't, don't start off the year sprinting. In my last podcast, I talked about that. Just start by a nice little jog and build momentum, build your fitness from there. If you're one of those people that is just, I'm just going to eat plant-based and I'm going to lose weight this way. Here's my answer. Yes, you can, but you're going to look skinny fat, right? You will lose weight just by cleaning up your diet and eating plant-based. But if you don't exercise, you're not going to do anything to stimulate your metabolism, to build muscle and to burn fat. And your body is just going to lose fat and muscle if you're only focusing on your nutrition. Therefore, you're going to get skinny fat. You're just going to be a softer, lighter version of what you look like right now. And I doubt that that's what you want. So strength training is critical. Cardio will never be able to replace strength training. So three strength training sessions per week is the bare minimum. On top of that, you can add some cardio, but you need three strength training or resistance trainings per week or else you're just going to be looking skinny fat. And if you just do cardio and nutrition and no strength training, you're going to look skinny fat even faster, right? So strength training is critical, especially if you're looking to strengthen your bone as you age to extend the quality of your life. You need to build more muscle. The more muscle you build, the faster your metabolism is, the better you feel, the stronger you feel. And don't worry for anyone listening, you're not going to become like Arnold if you start strength training. I've been strength training for 17 years. I don't look like Arnold. I know people have been weightlifting for longer than I have, and they don't look like Arnold either, right? You, you, you need to take some juice to look that way. So if you lift some weights, it'll actually make you look more toned and fit versus making you look like Arnold or the Hulk, right? So don't worry too much about um, lifting weights. That's women included as well. So those are the things that you need to do as a base foundation to thrive on a plant-based lifestyle in 2023. I covered different lifestyle aspects, and I could even add more to it, right? Talking about sleep, talking about mental health. Talk, there's many different things I can talk about, but this is a core foundation for you to focus on when it comes to um, your nutrition and a base of training for you to head in the right direction so you can actually thrive where your body is now an asset and not a liability to the life that you want to live, that you're not limited by um, what your body can do, right? If you want to be able to go for a hike with your partner or walk with your kid or a bike ride with your family, that your body is able to do it, that you have the energy and the stamina, then you're able to recover fast enough to be able to show up for the next activity that you're going to have with your family. Right. So implement these things. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me either by email on Instagram or Facebook. I always answer my messages. We get hundreds per day. So the fastest way to be helped by me and our Fit Vegan team is to join our Fit Vegan Blueprint program. But I'm not twisting anyone's arm to join. Right. Only the people that are ready to do the work and that want that support and that want to go to the next level in an efficient manner without any guesswork. 
those are the ones that we work with. So if you're interested in that, there's a link in the show notes where you can book your free consultation call. We have some spots open for this um, January because a lot of people from New Year's resolution, so it is getting up filled up fast, but I think there's still a few spots where you can book your call. If you just have any general question, again, reach out on social media platforms. I'll be sure to get back to you um, as, as fast as I can because there's a lot of messages coming in uh, per day. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let's absolutely crush 2023 and very much looking forward to another year of helping a ton of you transform your life, get lean, thrive, and disease-proof your body on plants. Ciao. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.